Welcome to episode number 164 of the K-Pop Podcast. Where we put the con in confidence, man. Confidence man. Is it a superhero or is it like no, that's, confidence? I just learned the other day that con man stands for confidence man. No way. I had no idea that con went into anything else. So Whoa. it's the idea obviously is you have a lot of confidence so you can trick people because you're so sure of yourself. Okay. Essentially. Wait. So then <laughs> the dogs. Oh my God. They have confidence. I think we're being burgled. <gasps> Burglied. Um, w- so when people say like ah what a con then is that like the root of that is con man no because i think con becomes its own word when there's no man next to it the evolution the no the the evolution oh yeah humanity shortens words so a con man so we've villainized confidence yes and this is why men are so fragile (laughs) (laughs) we are we are beasts we are we are the cheese of tomorrow do you know what song I was referencing? Yeah, the youth then? of the okay. nation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the cheese of tomorrow. <laughs> On that note, welcome to the Keep Up Podcast, uh, where I'm Brett and Tim is Tim. That's me. And we talk about all the things we consume, be it media or food. Or TikTok, because it won't leave my head. Oh my gosh, Tim has something to get off his chest, <sighs> I think. Do we go right into the things? I did have a question, though. Oh, well, Not a stupid question. Right. How's Lady Rain Rainenstein? No updates, dude. Nothing. I still have not seen her. For anyone who's not privy to Lady Rainenstein, <laughs> <laughs> um, real name Mrs. Rainville. Rainville. Um, for some context, a new neighbor that I've only heard about, mm-hmm. mostly horror stories. Uh, one up. Did I tell you I talked to? I met a new neighbor, and they said she was cool to them. Oh no. What a twist. What a twist. So she was... They now, were, what's that neighbor like? Uh, super cool. Okay. Super cool. <laughs> like, super. Sorry I freaked out. We just connected <laughs> real hard uh-huh. about, like, music and stuff. They're a super cool couple. Mm-hmm. They got a bunch of animals. They let us pet one. <gasps> yeah. She was a very friendly puppy. Mm-hmm. She wasn't a puppy. What was the dog's name? Ronald. I want to say it was, like, Eva. <gasps> Eva. Or... Eva. Evie. E- Evie. That's a Pokemon. Oh yeah, Eva's the robot. Eva from Wally. Yeah, <laughs> Wally. Dang, I couldn't place it. <laughs> so they, Mrs. Rainstein, yeah, Bill, right, Dickums. Um, she, <laughs> Mrs. she was Rainula. Nice. <laughs> she was, she was, she was decent. Okay. They had a conversation mm-hmm. about something about. Oh, their dogs. Uh, they have like a fence, and their dogs will like freak out and bark sometimes. Mm-hmm. And she was like. I guess not a big deal. Like, okay. didn't freak out. But I've still never seen her, so I don't even know if she's real. Yeah, maybe, she might not even exist. Maybe this is a thing all the neighbors do to try to scare away the new neighbors. And there's no one in that Which house. is us. Yeah, no yeah. one lives there. So That's kind of cool, though. No updates on Mrs. Rainville, really. Oh, yeah. Other than someone keeps mowing her lawn. 
which the automatic lawn ro- mowing robot. That's hard to say. <laughs> the automatic lawn mowing robot. Yeah. Wow, that is hard. I don't think it's harder than Werewolf if I can, but <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely pretty difficult. I love that. <laughs> Werewolf if I can. Werewolf if I can. Uh, All right, yeah, let's so. go into technology. Yeah. Technology. Real quick, because yes. I see a, a spot for it. Okay. Speaking of technology, yeah. If you're using yours. Uh-huh. You can find us on Instagram at the Keep Up Podcast. You can find us on YouTube, the Keep Up. Search for the Colorful Running Man, and soon you can find us on TikTok. On Tickin' Talkin'. Tickin' Talkin'. I don't. So why are we? Why are we in here? What do you want to talk about? I for a long time, Brad. Yeah, yeah. A long time. Ever since uh, before TikTok. No, it was Musically, and then it became TikTok. Since Musically, yes, I. Have not liked this app. Sure, I've been I've been against it. I think that's a relatable concept for a lot of people. Thank you. Yeah, for for pointing that out. Yeah, because a lot of people like myself, mm-hmm. it's for the kids. It's sure, a, it's a it's yeah. a it's a baby platform, baby social media. Mm-hmm. All it is is little kids dancing to music. <laughs> yeah. That being said, yeah, it got me. Gotcha. It's got its demon claws. It gets you. Stabbed into mm-hmm. my shoulder, and mm-hmm. it's flying me yeah. over all these things that I don't want. Yeah, I cannot tell you how long that stupid Castaways song has been stuck in my head. Castaways, <laughs> we are castaways. It's okay. It's catchy. I get it. Kind of great, but that's that's the problem. It's better than with astronaut it. in the ocean. <laughs> What you know about rolling, <laughs> dude? That song. What okay. you know about? <laughs> I've just been remixing it in my head, dude. What you know about going to the mall with a sheep? Yeah, I like that version. Most of y'all only see him when you're trying to go to sleep. Wow, dude. When your brain's on the cheddar, you can call it mental cheese. <laughs> <laughs> dude, you have. If you haven't made that a TikTok yet. I don't know what's your problem. <laughs> when your brain's on the cheddar, you can call it mental cheese. <laughs> I didn't have a big problem with it. It was just one of those things that like, because this is what happens. You're scrolling through videos and mm-hmm. you're like, oh, shoot, I've heard this song 150 times. Yep. And it barely registered. And now I know it. I didn't have a problem with it until Rachel pointed out the lyrics to me. Mm-hmm. They make, and I write a lot of like wacky lyrics. Yeah. I don't know what this dude is talking about. It drives me crazy. I just, <laughs> I, that's the thing with a lot of these songs yeah. is it's just, it's taken out of context. Right. That's it's, true. That's and, true. And you're like, okay, I don't know what this is going with. Yeah. And, and your association with the song gets kind of skewed because mm-hmm. of the video that's being played with it. Right. Right. So when right, I hear that true. one, I, I see a lot of like the 3d photos where it just like goes through a bunch right. of photos. Yeah. Um, so like, it's interesting. I, I only know, that song as a TikTok thing. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yep, 100%. Um, so I wonder if that song was popular before TikTok I, or, or if it would have been without TikTok. I don't know if you've done this yet, but as a creator, I mm-hmm. get curious about stuff like that and I looked it up and obviously that's his top played song. Mm-hmm. I listened to the whole song, which is a whole new experience because you're like, oh yeah, there's more to this it's song. It's like it's not just 30 seconds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I. I don't, I think that that blew up because of TikTok. Mm-hmm. So then you look at the plays on Spotify and the dude's definitely making some money off of the streams. Yeah. Um, Is his other stuff doing well? Uh, I forget. Okay. I can, I can look it up real quick, actually. And I'm curious about the numbers. Comparatively, um, I'd be curious if that blew up and then all the other tracks did. Yeah. You know, I'm sure a lot of people go and listen to it and then they're like, oh. Uh, I might as well see what the rest of the stuff sounds like. Yeah, that's that's the most fascinating thing about TikTok is seeing like 
you see all these people with uh, like 1.6 million followers, and then you look at their videos, and it's like, okay, they get 11,000 views on their videos, so kind of a big discrepancy there. Right. And then you see what else they're doing, and you go to YouTube, and they're like, oh, they only have 1,000 followers. Like, to see the trickle down where you think they're doing really well, mm -hmm. but they're only doing well on TikTok, and everywhere else, they're not really expanding. Right. Although, that is interesting. Although, the opposite is definitely true, where if you explode on TikTok, you can do great opportunity. Like, oh, you yeah. get great opportunities. Um, but it's just interesting because it's you know uh with instagram everyone was complaining and you see it same same thing you have ten thousand followers on instagram and you get 400 likes on your photos yeah you can tell there's kind of a huge drop off there right and i think everyone's on tiktok because it's such a huge amount that the discrepancy isn't as big mm -hmm. um or it doesn't seem like it because like i said i saw this guy uh 1.6 million followers eleven thousand on his videos and that's a huge difference yeah that's massive um but also tiktok doesn't work like normal, you know, because you're it'll just throw videos at your face. Right. Like, how about this one? How about this one? So unless you specifically go to that page to look for the content, it's a little iffy. Yeah. And, well, and I don't know how many people you follow, but I don't always see the people that I follow either. Sometimes oh. I forget because mm -hmm. a lot of people don't spend time. There's a following page. Mm -hmm. and there's the for you page, which is essentially just scrolling, whatever. Um, oh, and yeah. I'm never on the follower one. I'm always on the yeah. for you. And, you know, based on what you like and stuff like that, it shows you more of that. Um, so mine's all like music and comedy. That's basically what I get mm -hmm. and the occasional cat. Um, real quick, yeah. uh, I looked up, so the artist's name is Masked Wolf, mm -hmm. who does Astronaut on the Ocean. Did you even know that? Nope. I had to look up the song title, nope. which that's another thing that's interesting. Yeah, um, and it's funny because I only recognize the song because when you're making videos, you yeah. see the top trending ones. Right. And so I click it. I'm like, oh, what's that one? And then, and then you're then like, oh, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, so huge huge discrepancy in plays which is crazy mm -hmm. so his highest at least his uh i'm on spotify shows your top five mo top five most played yep um the top played one that isn't astronaut in the ocean is a song called speed racer mm -hmm. uh 14 million plays okay right astronaut in the ocean 497 million plays damn that's, that's crazy that's a big difference that's crazy mm -hmm. um so and that has to be just people who would never have heard of him outside of you know scrolling random videos and it's just it's really it's really wild it's a really wild platform yeah um but you're definitely uh you know in in large company of people who are like i i was like oh this is whack like yeah. i don't understand what this is for and i think i'll speak for myself mm -hmm. but as a creator and or consumer I think we have to stop being like, oh, this new thing is is stupid. I mean, if you don't like it, mm -hmm. that's fine. Yep. But I straight up was like, and it's because that is how it started. It was just dancing and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But every platform evolves into something different. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, think about like what Facebook was when it first started. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Strictly college students, essentially, just connecting with each other, which was cool. Mm -hmm. But then it expanded, and now everyone and their mom has one. Right. Well, not everyone anymore. No, it's just everybody's mom has just one. Just everyone. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> now everyone's mom has one. Um, so, and, and it's crazy with TikTok because it really has um, gone way beyond anything that... Oh. Yeah, what my initial thoughts of it were. Yeah, um, uh, seeing how different. One of the most fun things is seeing how different artists use the platform. Because mm -hmm. every now and then I'll see a video and be like, "Oh, damn, that's so creative! I never thought about that." Mm -hmm. um, there's this one uh, artist, uh, I believe. Oh, what's his name? Piff Marty, and he's okay. yeah, <laughs> dude. He's. Let me make sure I'm not. Uh, I'm not mispronounce well i might be mispronouncing it yeah it could be miff party let me make sure i'm actually getting all the letters work 
Uh, correct. Mm-hmm. Letters, words? Yeah, words much. What are you, me? Ah, Piff Marty. All ah. right. So he put out an album called uh, Songs from the Internet. Mm-hmm. And it's essentially all songs that he's put on TikTok. And he makes like TikTok music videos. Mm-hmm. And they're all great. And he's dope. He's so, so good. Um, he'll basically put in the comments, like, what subject do you want me to do? People will comment a subject, and then a he week or so goes, later, he'll post a it. new music video on there. Um, so that's really fun. You know, mm-hmm. whenever he posts something new, I get stoked. Um, comedians on TikTok are like my favorite thing ever. Um, and I know... So how long have you been posting on there? Um, so it started earlier this week. Um, well, what's today? Thursday? So it started probably s- Saturday? It started earlier this week. <laughs> The rain came in, and I decided. <laughs> um, no, essentially what um, what I was doing, I was going, because we were talking about doing a TikTok for the Keep Up. Yeah. Um, so that's actually what initially started it, is I was trying to log into our Keep Up. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, what's this? What's that? Oh, yeah. So I eventually <laughs> logged in and then switched to my normal account. Um, and I just started watching all these, like, um, tip videos and um, just it was like cascading effect. It was like tip videos on Instagram, mm. then tip videos on uh, Twitch, tip videos on uh, TikTok. Yeah, and then it, you know, then you get stuck into the loop and you watch a million goofy videos. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was I was sucked in at that point. Grant, like my biggest thing with TikTok is I've always been avoiding it because I knew, like, e- even though I was saying like it's for kids and everything, I knew I would like it. Sure. I, and I've seen people, you know, even mom, she she'll sit on her phone for two hours just watching TikTok. It's and I was crazy. Like, I cannot afford that time. Yeah. You know, with everything I'm doing, there's just no way I can sit there. And I have, I mean, recently I've been caught in these hour, two hour loops and I'm like, I'm so mad. Well, yeah, dude, because you're scrolling through a bunch of stuff that holds your attention and mm-hmm. it's so easy. This is the hardest thing. Mm-hmm. If you're watching a, say you're watching something on Netflix and mm-hmm. you're giving it a shot. Yep. It's too much to like, if you decide you don't like it, you're not always going to be like, all right, I'll just turn it off. And I'll start a new show and I'll give that a shot. It's mm-hmm. too much of an investment. Yep. This, if you don't like what you're watching, you literally scroll up, which I know is just like the basis of uh, social media as we know it right mm-hmm. now. But you could literally scroll and find something hilarious or something really impressive and awesome that mm-hmm. you like. Um, and God forbid you find a creator you really like, oh. and then you go to their page and you're just watching all of their content, dude. It's like you're being <laughs> a, a brainwashed. Yeah, you're sitting right. there just like... Yep. Oh my god. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah. It and is. and the other thing is it's very inspirational. Like yeah. I like to see all these ideas people do. Mm-hmm. I like to see their setups. Like for me, um, one of the biggest things recently was all these Twitch tips. Mm. And I guess one of the big things is for to well, you don't have to, but a great way to grow your your streaming is to post on TikTok sure. regularly. And with anything, it makes sense. Um, so that was the big thing. Like, so I've been posting two videos a day, cool. one in the morning and one at night. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to squeeze one in the middle, but I don't know if I'll find time. Uh, but it, it's just, it's been interesting to like make these videos. Um, because one of the funniest things is like, you can't record a video. Uh, like you can't, uh, upload a video and record a video on the same thing. So, right. So you have to either record the whole video, mm-hmm. not in TikTok, or only record it in TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I was making a video the other day, and it was literally me right in front of that shelf dancing for like 30 seconds to no music. I didn't yeah. have any music on. And then I added the music <laughs> you add everything? Yep. after it. It's such a weird way to make content. It, I mean, we've done it. it. Weird. Yeah. Um, but it's just like it's something I'm not used to. Yeah. Well, I've been playing with it, too, uh, because there's one of the things that's really cool as 
if if you're a musician mm-hmm. is doing or for I mean any kind of content. I've seen so many like unique things done with it, but the whole uh, duetting or stitching mm-hmm. something is so rad. So I've done a lot of uh, duets with uh, producers. So mm-hmm. they'll post a beat and they'll be like, put some bars over this, whatever. Um, <clears throat> and I've done a couple with a lot of people just use like ear pods and the mic on on the ear pods. Yep. Uh, that's tough to get like an okay quality. Like I have to mess with the volume a lot and it's fine because that's, that's the other thing that makes it kind of fun is the standards are pretty low, not in a negative way, but like you're not going to get docked for having like not great audio quality. Sometimes it's even done on purpose for comedic reasons and Mm -hmm. stuff like that, you know? Um, but I've played around with pre-recording like, Dude, I've uploaded a couple where I've saved someone's video that mm-hmm. they want to do edit. I airdropped it to my computer. Uh, I ripped the audio from it. I put it into uh, Logic. Yep. I record my verse over it, oh export it, and I um, then put the, the I you know film myself while I'm recording the audio, mm-hmm. and then I layer both videos so that the audio quality is better. And then you ca- you can <laughs> duet or stitch and upload something. Okay. So I would do that. Yeah. Um, but man, what a process! It's a process. It's, yeah. Instead of just it's depends like, like <laughs> it's just <laughs> it depends how much you want to put into it but yeah. there's so many different like things you can do with the stitches and all that stuff so it's it's interesting man it's it's cool it's you know as much as i rag on it it is it is an interesting platform yeah. i see like so many cool things that mm-hmm. i just never would have thought of beforehand yeah and you're not wrong about the dancing thing that's mm-hmm. that's one thing that's so interesting to me <clears throat> because I don't want to speak too much for her, but Rachel, as someone who's danced like her whole life, Mm -hmm. she, when she first saw it, she was like, I don't understand what this is. Mm -hmm. Like these dances are like a lot of the early ones, especially were like super simplistic and it's just like this weird, like couple moves. And it's like, why is this like a trend? I don't understand. And then she would do a couple and she's like, all right, it's kind of fun. Like I kind of get it now. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I don't know. It's funny watching people like come around and uh, again, speaking for myself, I was like, I don't even know what I would do with a platform like that. Mm -hmm. So many things. There's so many things. I I mean, and we were comparing it to Vine so long ago uh, and it is, it's essentially like Vine. You just have more time. Um, so, you know, I, it's mostly just me like, uh, admitting my faults, you know, (laughs) Uh, but you were saying it earlier, like we, as like, you know, as you and I are content creators, it Mm -hmm. makes sense to always go with the flow, whatever the new thing is, got to jump on it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's just a perspective thing. Like I'm seeing how so many things have evolved. There are like two or three other apps specifically for musicians that have come out recently. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, do I have to be on those two? Like it's partially exhausting, Yeah. but I'm like, maybe I should open them and just imagine like, okay, what could this evolve into or how Mm -hmm. could I use the platform? Cause it's just another extension. Um, And then you fall into the problem of, okay, if I upload this, you know, for you, if I upload this beat to TikTok, Mm -hmm. should I upload it to everything else or should I make specific content for each platform? And it's like, and technically you could get away with that where you would make like, you know, a video for each one. And then the next day just switch where all the videos go. Like there's so many ways to do it, but you don't want all the people who are following you on one platform or following you on everything to see the same video. All the same stuff. Right. Yep. Yep. So that's a tough thing too. Yeah, because whatever I post on TikTok, I don't post Instagram or Twitter or anything like that. I, I yeah. generally, I mean, sometimes I'll, I'll cross post and stuff like that. But if you do it all the time, it's just people are like, meh. Yeah, they kind of get exhausted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. The, I do. Um, I think with some. you, though, it works better because it's music. Yeah. You know? And that you could share everywhere and it's it's what you do. Yeah. So. There have been some things like that's that's the other thing that's kind of fun about TikTok or a little bit freeing, I should say, mm-hmm. is because it's such a loose platform. I've posted a couple things on there that are like just me talking just to like see if anybody kind of connects with it. Yeah. I don't feel this insane 
weight of like making sure my grid all looks exactly the same like mm-hmm. I do on Instagram or so, something like that. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, um, and the lack of text, like you can only do 150 characters, yeah. which yep. your hashtags take up half of it. I know. It's, I know. It fills up. Excuse and, me. So it does make it easier in that yeah. regard. And how about figuring out like the... Um, the like layout of the video so that it's not covered by anything. That's <laughs> it's the, so crazy. Well, I don't know why they don't show you a preview of w- w- all the text. They do now. Oh, okay. If you go into when you're like creating it and you're about mm-hmm. to post it, if you actually tap the video, it'll oh, show you with all there, the text, like everything faded. Yeah, out. it didn't for a while. You okay. just had to guess, and then you post it. And then the other thing is they don't, uh, and maybe it's just because I have the the newer iPhone, but like your videos will still get cut off. I don't know if you if you've mm-hmm. noticed like um it, it's a little smaller than what they show. Well, yeah. So usually like I'll put like a big you know whatever phrase t- whatever in the corner. Yeah. And it just gets cut off a little bit, and yep. you can't edit it once it's right. out there. It's over. <laughs> That's it. I know. And all the tips are like never delete a TikTok. It's like you know it'll mess up your algorithm no, or please. whatever. I don't know. God forbid we interfere with the algorithm that we all think exists. Right. I don't know. Uh, oh, what it, who is the algorithm? <laughs> whatever it is, it runs the world, <laughs> and is. none of us can impact it. <laughs> Whether we think we can or not, oh, um, but yeah, it's fun. I don't know if you're. I think a lot of people are. You've you've seen TikTok videos at this point because they're getting posted to every platform. Yep. But if you have anything that you want to showcase, you're a creator or a collector or like anything that you do, mm-hmm. um, the platforms got all these different corners of space that people just like relate with. And yeah. overall, I find the community to be relatively positive too, yeah. which has been cool. I think a lot of the times, if people like your videos, granted, I haven't had like a huge one where there's a ton of people that come yeah, to same. it. Yeah, um, same. So I don't know. I can't speak for like everybody, yeah. but yeah, if you post like a specific niche or um, just a video in general, like yeah. all the comments, I haven't gotten any bad ones. Yeah, yeah. It's all just people being nice. Yeah. That's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Yeah, I just I just wanted to rant about it because mm-hmm. it's it's I've gone to the dark side and it's okay. It's, <laughs> it's, it's okay. okay. It's all right over here. What, uh, what's our <laughs> handle? We haven't posted anything yet, but uh, I believe we're just at the keep up. The keep up. Let me check right now. So by the time this comes out, I imagine we'll have a couple. Um, I mean, if the account exists, people can go follow. If uh, true, if anyways. we don't have it, I just don't even know what it is because we haven't posted anything. Yeah, let me. Uh, Dude, let me I'm so annoyed. Mine's uh, my. Uh, yeah, we're just at the keep up. Oh, tight. I'm glad we got that. Um, yeah, mine is ATA Raps mm-hmm. instead of ATA Rap, which it is on my other platforms because oh. I created an ATA Rap and I can't get into my old account because I'm an 87 year old man. <sighs> no offense yeah, to 87 like... year old men. <laughs> All the 87 year old men yeah. listening to this podcast. Right, I know. I, I apologize. Maybe someday, dude. Um, so you can't like forget do the forget your password. I thing? did it. I've I've gotten like two emails back from TikTok and yeah. like I can't. I'm trying so hard because the. I either, if if anything, like say something goes like viral on TikTok, I'm probably going to have to change my Instagram handle to ATA Raps instead of Rap, oh. which isn't that big of a deal. Yeah. It just retroactively gets rid of like all tags in the past and stuff. Yeah, it just yeah. bothers me conceptually. Uh, I don't like it. Yeah. I, I don't think I'd ever change my name yeah. at this point. Whatever, dude. Whatever. Shut up. What's your, what's, so what is it right now on TikTok? Your uh, handle. ATA Raps with uh, periods between the AT and A. Okay. Yeah. ATA Raps. Raps. Yeah. A dot T, T dot. dot a dot a dot raps raps yeah dot i think if you just look no up dot. ata raps it brings it up but i don't yeah. 
I typed in the other day, I typed in abolish show because that's what I thought it was before. That's what it was. Okay. But I changed it because I thought about it and I was like, if anyone goes over from TikTok Mm -hmm. or from Instagram and types in ATA rap, Mm -hmm. it should bring it up. Yeah. Um, So when I typed in abolish show, you did show up, but you were like four or five down. Okay. You weren't on top. So then I was like, oh, it's ATA rap. Yeah. I was going to keep it the abolish show, but then I was in a live the other day, like Mm -hmm. a a Q&A, and someone read my comment and then read my name out loud. And I was kind of bummed that it didn't have like music or rap in it. Cause mm-hmm. I feel like if people were in the live, they might be intrigued. Right. Like what's the abolish show? Yeah. The abolish show isn't really anything unless you know that what my rap name is. Mm-hmm. And then they might be like, oh, okay. But, anyways, that's the inside scoop on animatronic, the abolishers, TikTok, and Instagram handles. Wow. Uh, can we? I desperately need to go into television. Yes, please. Let's go. Television. Wait! What? <laughs> what are we waiting I for? meant to talk about it in the intro and I totally forgot. Dude, I smashed my head so hard yesterday. On what? On the ice cream truck. Why? So I, I was helping mom, like, she needed help with uh, f- uh, messing with the generator and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So so uh, there's a step. It's pretty high up the truck for all those listening out there. Yeah. Um, so we I, have ice cream trucks. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's just, it's life. Um, so I, I needed a, a step, step ladder, step stool. Yeah. Either one will work. The one that has two steps. What's that called? Uh, I'd call it a step stool. Step stool. Yeah. Okay. So I used the step stool. Okay. And I went one, two, and then I got my foot on the truck. Okay. And so um, if you, in the back, there's this like these two wide doors. Yeah. And then there's the generator. Right. Um, so there's this little lip in between the uh, inside of the generator mm-hmm. and uh, the outside world. So I put my foot on that lip. <laughs> outside world. <laughs> I don't know how to say yeah. it. So I put my foot on that lip and there's also a lip above. Yeah. And so... For whatever reason, Ooh. I put full force in and I propelled myself Vertical. to the roof of the ice cream truck. Crushed my skull. Oh. Dude, I like I, I luckily I didn't fall out. Yeah. I just I immediately closed my eyes and I just saw stars. <gasps> I was like It wasn't like a sharp edge, was it? No, it was it was it was definitely like a flat yeah, edge. Um, that's good I don't at know least. if you can see it, but there's like Oh, yeah, there's, it's a little bit raised right there. Yeah, there's just, like, it was bloody yesterday and stuff. But, dude, I had to sit down. I was so dizzy. Oh. Um, <laughs> it, it, it was brutal. I've never hit my head so hard. Okay, so the way you describe that is that always cracks me up. Whenever I hit, like, my hand on a counter or I, like, walk into something, I'm yeah. like, what force was I moving with that that was so painful? <laughs> the speed. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, why was I? Why were you so aggressively going vertically Couldn't that you almost you. knocked yourself out? Dude, I... Oh, my God. It yeah. was, like, blinding. Oh, that's brutal. So, yeah, I walk over, and I'm like, Mom, I just hit my head. I think I'm going to throw up. My <laughs> eyes were closed. And she's like, what? I didn't know if I was concussed, but I right. didn't... I mean, I wasn't tired. Yeah. I didn't, like... Um, I don't know. I just had to sit down for a while. Yeah. So I did, and it, it feels better today. But boy, I was like, Whew. You went to sleep last night. Woke up today. Yeah. That's a good sign. That, that was the biggest thing. I yeah, was yeah. like, if I fall asleep and wake up, I'm golden. You're good. Yeah. yeah. Unless <laughs> you know, I could have an aneurysm or whatever. But that's true. That or is that happen. in your heart? No, your no, brain. That's your brain. Yeah, brain. that's your brain. All for the sure. blood pooling up there. Yeah, yeah. So if I die, thanks for listening, everybody. Dude, mm-hmm. perfect transition. I'm ready. Speaking of dying, yes, I watched. Uh huh. What is probably. I think the hardest episode of television I've ever seen. Love it. Let's hear it. And yeah, maybe there's something I'm forgetting, <laughs> but I don't think so. There's uh, there's some pretty intense episodes out there. So as you know, mm-hmm. 
uh, been making my way through Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Okay. We're at the tail end of season five. Mm-hmm. I've been prepping in my brain how to discuss this because I want I want to spoil nothing right. other than uh, the, the overall event that happens, but mm-hmm. I'm trying to avoid any kind of like spoiler things. Yeah, exactly. Uh, because um, I... I watched this mm-hmm. when I was younger, um, but I, I've never... I'm in territory now where I've never seen... I, everything's new to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think I realized I'd only seen through like season three, unless maybe I've seen later episodes and I'll remember when I see them, but like I don't think You just caught so. them on TV. Yeah, like, exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, and I, you know, I wasn't so focused. We talked about this in the past, like when you're younger, you're not really focused on seeing it like, oh, I got to watch the whole series. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really thinking like that at the time it was airing, but... Um, so it's so much fun. The show is so good. I, I don't even know how to describe what happened in this episode, but the, uh, the episode is called the body. Uh I believe it's episode 16, 17, maybe in season five. Mm -hmm. Um, now the episode prior to it ends with like a, a cliffhanger of, um, uh, let me see what's safe to say of a death. There's there's a death. Okay. Okay. And the cliffhanger makes you feel like, are they gonna like? Did they die? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's one of those. Like, yeah. Uh, like oh my gosh, what just happened? Great cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the benefit of watching it twenty something years later, so I'm not waiting for anything. Right. Um, <laughs> so uh, we go right into the next episode, and um, the whole episode is about the death. Wow. And it is so jarring. I'm like getting chills thinking about it. I read (laughs) articles about it afterwards because I was like, uh, I just can't believe what I saw. Yeah. Rachel and I were both actively crying. Man. And um, so so I was looking it up and it was similar to the episode Hush. I don't know if you remember when I was talking about Hush. Yeah. Where Um, it was like such a, um, what's the word? Like, dramatically different episodes yeah. from the usual stuff. Right. And it, and Hush was the one where nobody spoke. Nobody right? spoke. The whole episode was silent. Right. And what was interesting about reading an article about the body is uh, Joss Whedon, uh, you know how the show creator doesn't always write and direct every single episode. Yeah. This one I noticed in the credits uh, written and directed by Joss Whedon. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'm reading the article and he said with Hush, he felt, um, I'm going to misquote it a little bit here, but it was something about like, he felt like all the dialogue, like the quippiness was taking away from the story. Mm -hmm. So he just decided to write an episode where nobody can talk. Mm -hmm. So that's the origin of Hush. Um, In this one, he wanted to create the experience and of, of losing someone. Mm -hmm. And he wanted to basically walk you through what that really feels like. And in his words, um, the almost boredom of the first two or three hours um, and the disorientation of realizing that someone's gone. And uh, he nailed it in mm-hmm. a way that makes me so uncomfortable. Uh, there are disorienting camera angles, um, you know, a character talking to a medic, and when it goes to that character's point of view, instead of seeing the medic's face, yeah. you only see his chin to like a little bit under his chest, like oh. where his name tag is, yeah. and it just looks awkward and wrong. No soundtrack at all, completely silent, no music the entire episode. Um, and the moment where, like, I was, my my jaw was a little bit dropped the whole time, just mm-hmm. being like, I cannot believe this is really happening um, because of the suddenness of it. Mm-hmm. But the moment where I, like, lost it, and I out loud went, oh, my God. Like, because I was, like, wiping my eyes. Yeah. Was there is a character uh, named Anya mm-hmm. who was previously um, a demon. 
and immortal, mm-hmm. but she's in a human body now. And she can't understand what's happening. Mm-hmm. And she keeps asking people what's going on and how to act um, when they go to the hospital and stuff like that. And nobody's answering her because throughout um, all of the seasons, An- Anya's a great character because uh, they they play on the fact that like demons exist and this mm-hmm. is the universe where we're dealing with. Um, but she doesn't understand like human interactions very well mm-hmm. because... She wasn't human for so long. So a lot of times that's played for comedy. Yeah. She's like the very uh, straightforward, doesn't know how to act, will say something totally off cuff that she doesn't realize is insulting, that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. it's always played for comedy. So the first half of this episode, she's asking legitimate questions to her, but to other people, it just feels insensitive. Yeah. Um, I forget. I, I can't think of any examples, but something that you just wouldn't say you wouldn't be like um so do we act like this because they're never coming back like it just feels like insensitive so people are like getting mad at her Mm -hmm. she has an utter breakdown starts crying and is like i don't understand what's happening i don't understand why this person will never come back i don't understand mortality it's stupid and it doesn't make any sense to me and then she talks about how she was eating something and thought about how uh, the person who died will never eat that thing again. Mm -hmm. And I literally was like, whoa, like I was her break. Everyone's performance in this episode is unbelievable. It literally feels like someone you love died. Mm -hmm. It was the hardest piece of television I've ever seen. Yeah. And unbelievably executed. I could not believe how good it was. See, like that's, it's such a cool thing because, you know, when there's a big death in the show, I mean, more often than not, they don't spend a whole episode dealing with right. the death. It's like a couple minutes in the previous episode, the next episode, and you'll see the repercussions throughout the series. Mm-hmm. Um, but to to have a whole episode focus around this death, and not only is it like relevant to the story, but to see how the characters are affected, that's great writing. Dude, it's so good. Mm-hmm. And it's so... I know... I, I mean, I, I don't know all the details. I know Joss Whedon's a little problematic right now. Yeah. But I've always loved the way that he can capture real relationships. He's always been a good writer and a good director. Yeah. Um, even Once again, problematic now. Um, but you can't deny the work he's done. No, dude. It is unbelievable what is accomplished in this episode because I just... I can't I can't stress enough how like I want people to watch five full seasons of this show. Mm-hmm. You almost just to get to this episode. I, I almost want to now just specifically to get there. Right. And the thing is, like, you need everything prior. Mm-hmm. Like the reason this Right, you can't just jump into the two episodes no, now and it be won't... like, ah. But I almost feel like if you watch those two episodes back to back, you would still feel it because mm-hmm. it's so well done. But you need all the seasons prior for it to hurt as much as it does. Yeah. Um and there there was no like context or anything to uh or no build up to this character dying it was just out of nowhere or um it feels very sudden mm-hmm. um or it is very sudden mm-hmm. there are things there are uh um previous arcs that happen with this character mm-hmm. that make this one hurt more okay um and the crazy thing too is you it's one of those things where you see you almost don't think about all the relationships and impacts that this character has Mm -hmm. or a character has, I'm just speaking generally, until you remove that character suddenly Mm -hmm. and you watch all the other characters in the show react. Um, And what's super crazy and what felt so real about it is there are, um, similar to like the weird viewpoint that you get, um, there are just blatantly awkward scenes where like people 
are just saying weird things and having sudden outbursts. And it just feels like the moments where you just don't know what to do. Right. Like you just feel weird. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's it. It's one of the greatest episodes of TV I've ever seen. It does, it bums me out because I've seen, you know, I follow some of the um, actors on Instagram now mm-hmm. who are on Buffy. And some of them have posted things about how they were poorly treated on the show and stuff like that. And it really does. So, all right, there's a part of me that wants to say it doesn't take away from the beauty of the show because yeah. it's still this thing that lives and exists on its own. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is a bummer how like the uh, impact of the artist's actions can affect the art itself. It's, you know we've I mean? talked about this before with Kevin Spacey and how mm. like his and and I we might have even talked about it with Chris D'Elia. Yeah. Um, and my viewpoint has always been the art that is created should not reflect the artist. You know, like, mm. l- or the artist should not reflect the art. Like Either. the actions of the artist? Yeah. You're saying? Like, like I, th- I always think that, like, because, you know, uh, we'll talk about Kevin Spacey. Uh, all the things, like, all the f- movies he was in, mm-hmm. the movies are still good regardless of what he did. Because it wasn't only him. It's everybody else. Sure. So yeah, I don't think I it's think fair. That's true. And, and what you were saying with Buffy, I mean, I think they all did a I imagine they all did a great job, mm-hmm. um, and it stinks. You know, it, it's hard because if they were treated poorly, um, what I, I don't know. It, it's always hard with those situations. And Whedon, in particular, for me, again, I don't. I haven't done like thorough research on it or anything. I've read a couple of articles and statements from uh, actors, but um, I I don't know when you when you say like you were treated poorly Mm -hmm. it's like i don't know what it's like to be on set with a director you know what i mean like where's the line between um you know managing or running something and and being like abusive you Mm -hmm. know what i mean and sometimes it's obvious yeah but i don't actually know i mean this dude's been doing what he does for decades and decades Mm -hmm. um so it's like to retroactively hear about all this stuff is just like oh huh like i don't i'm not saying that it's not worth uh you know Right, it is being a, brought to the surface or anything like that. About. It's just odd because, <clears throat> like, the and I don't think about it at all when I'm watching Buffy. Yeah, the reason I bring it up now is because this this episode is clearly a result of who Joss Whedon is as a creator. Mm-hmm. Like, this is 100. percent I, I at the end of the episode, I was like, he definitely wrote and directed that. Like, yeah. there's no way that wasn't him. Um, just because he gets human relationships, which is interesting to think that maybe he's not good at them when he's on set. Right, uh, you can but, only write about them. Yeah, but I don't know. That's kind of an aside. The real, the real thing is like the every player in this episode absolutely crushed it, mm-hmm. and it's just. And we're like a couple episodes past it at this point, and mm-hmm. it still hurts. Like they're still dealing with it. Jeez. And literally, I'm not exaggerating, two nights ago, Jazz couldn't fall asleep, right? We had eight minutes left of the episode we were watching. Mm -hmm. We had to stop it um, because Rach had to go upstairs and help get Jazz to sleep. I don't know why he just couldn't sleep. It was weird. Uh, So last night, uh, we finished the eight minutes we had. In those eight minutes, Rachel cried. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> like, they're, they're still dealing with it. It's yeah. just, it's wild, dude, how good it is. That's um, awesome. Yeah. Buffy is definitely one of my favorite shows of all time. I can't mm-hmm. believe how well it holds up. And uh, I, I'm trying to, I mean, every season there's an episode that I'm like, I have to talk about this on the podcast. Yeah. I can't not do it. You're just having a good time with it. Having a great time. And there's a reason it was so, you know, beloved. Yeah. That it got a comic continuation and all this stuff. That uh, it's just, it's a good show. It's a fantastic show. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Fantastical. To completely switch gears TV wise. Boink. 
I finished the second half of Rick and Morty. Second half meaning? Second half of season four of Rick and Morty. Okay. Do you remember? Is it four? Most recent season. The most recent season. I want to say it's four. I can look it up. Look it up. Uh, See, that's the thing with Rick and Morty is it's all just one... Uh, yeah. It's all one season. Right, right. It's because when I watch it, it's like I binge watched like 40 episodes. Exactly. Well, and that's that's what I did. I, I got confused because I went on Hulu and um I don't Not think Ruck and Morty. I didn't talk about this on the podcast already, did I? I don't think I so. Think I okay. So I, I think last year they put out episodes one through five of season four. Yes. Is this season four? Season four, yeah. Okay. Um on Hulu. And then six through ten came out way later, and mm-hmm. I just totally spaced it. Yeah. So the other day, I was just like scrolling through stuff that I had added to my queue on Hulu, and I was like, "Oh my god, there's Rick and Morty I haven't watched." Mm-hmm. So I was watching that. I'm also in the midst of Community. We're almost done with season one. Okay. Created by Dan Harmon. Mm-hmm. Um, what is so funny? Um, also uh, the Russo brothers heavily involved in the Community. Which, oh, really? Yeah, which is really I didn't know cool. That. Yeah. Have you ever watched Community? Mm-mm. It's great. Uh, I've probably said this before, but Rach and I always have like a 30 minute comedy to default to at the end of the night. Yeah. Uh, we were out of them. I was like, let's start community. We did it. Great. Highly recommend. Um, and what's really funny is having just finished Rick and Morty and also watching community. It's gotta be Dan Harmon's influence that they play so much with these like, uh, what's the word? Like tropes and archetypes within shows like it's very very meta mm-hmm. you know how like rick is always saying did you finish this season are yeah, you caught up yeah. on rick and morty yep. um you know how there's the one where it's basically just a ship that's about rick and it's all people telling stories about rick oh yeah and i forget what he's uh what he calls that episode but it's uh it's the it's basically a replacement for like the what's it called intergalactic cable yeah yeah i mean i have the episodes right here it's um oh rattlestar rick Rick Lactic. Rick Lact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the whole episode is him just talking oh, wait, about. Hold on. Does it say? That's not it. That's the uh that's the snake one. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh it's never never Ricking Morty? Yeah, an anthology episode that follows yes. Morty on a train. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. And he's like he says it. He's he's like he's like, it's an anthology episode, Morty. Like that's the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. And and uh in community you got to watch it, dude. It's so good. My favorite character is Abed, who's obsessed with TV and movies. Mm-hmm. And multiple episodes in the first season is him just outwardly describing what the other characters are doing, mm-hmm. like interacting. So like the last episode I watched is uh, two of the characters being like school security. And he's explaining to people around him how it's a buddy cop movie. And he's like, so here's what this person's going to do. And then at one point, uh, they're like in the dean's office and the dean's yelling at them. And he's like, you're not doing this right. And the dean's like, oh, you want to do it better? And he's like, I want your badge and windbreaker on the desk now. Get out of my office, which is completely out of character for him. But he can slip in and out of these characters, which Mm -hmm. is the comedy of who he is in the show. Um, And he's fantastic. Everybody in the show is so great. But it's really interesting watching Community and then Rick and Morty and seeing how openly they deal with these concepts. I think that's what makes it so funny. Yeah. Oh, 100%. It's it's just like what we're thinking as a viewer, a Mm -hmm. character in the show is doing it. Exactly. And right, just outwardly talking about it. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like that has to be Dan Harmon because um, he's the link between the two. Um, And community is great. Highly recommend if you're a fan of like Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Some people have said, I get comparing it to The Office, Mm -hmm. but The Office and Parks and Rec are so like, I think more of a Parks and Rec 
comparison than the office. I always get community and parks and rec confused. Yeah. Like I always think they're the same show. I would say those are, those are a, a better comparison. Mm-hmm. Uh, the office just feels so like on its own parks and rec, obviously a mockumentary. So it's like that office comparison is definitely there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I say Brooklyn nine, nine, uh, parks and rec community is great. I think it's like six seasons or something like that. Oh, that's a lot. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Really good. Rolling. Really good. Uh, I think that's it. That's I don't know. We want to talk about Castlevania again? Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. We won't do that. Uh, I mean, technically we are. I, that's true, I guess. Oh, I should do this because it's just been on the list. I'm sorry. I'm hijacking the whole podcast No, please. Here. Tim. Yes. On Disney Plus, uh-huh. there's a show. Yep. Called the Mighty Ducks uh, Game Changers. The Mighty Sucks. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay, Mighty Ducks Game Changers. Okay, let me guess. Yeah, I'll let you. A 3D animated recreation of the first movie. That is 100% incorrect. Okay. <laughs> um, it's a... Uh, <laughs> uh, season one just finished. 10 uh-huh. episodes, 30 to 35 minute episodes. Uh, live action. Oh. And um, it's for Mighty Ducks fans, also for kids. It's definitely a family show. Mm-hmm. Uh, the kids in it are great. They make me LOL. Oh. Some pretty good writing in there. Wow, that TikTok's really getting you. Uh, and <laughs> you know, kids don't even say LOL anymore. Oh my God. They dude. say lol. They say lol and then sheesh. So sheesh right. makes me sick. I was talking, I was, <laughs> nothing makes me feel like an old person like the dialogue of people younger than us. I get, I understand every generation has their own language. Right. Like they have their own slang. Mm-hmm. Why is this generation slang just like animal calls and it's, movements? And I don't know. It's just noises. It's, it's, it, we, <laughs> I As a society, <laughs> we have we have degraded to the point yeah. where the, the kids can't think of new words. They I, just <laughs> they just go sheesh. Yeah, so that's what I I can't. I hate it. I hate it. I really don't either. And, and I feel the bad. Movements where they like spin that's their I mean. arms and like the two fingers on the wrist. Yeah, it's like what are you doing? Crack or I something? know. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know where that comes from? No. Uh, it means like it's uh, like ice in my veins. Why do you have ice cool, in your veins? Cool, cold, ice. There's a bug on my arm. I hate it. Also, sheesh, I guess. And drip. And that's the thing what are you, is like sweaty. I get the drip though. No. You're dripping with swag. No, you're sweaty. I don't you. I don't really use any of it. Mm-hmm. But it's, then I'll start ironically. And then and then it and then sticks. it's part of your vocab. And, and I think you have to do it for people to like your video. <laughs> <That's, laughs> well, it's tough because I wanna I wanna make fun of it mm-hmm. uh, in like a fun way. Yep. But then I I've we've been that generation before Mm -hmm. and then you get annoyed at like older people making fun of you but i really am like no it's it's so silly it's cringy when i it's like the the way people greet each other now is by like dabbing doing the woe and yelling like yeet and i don't understand (laughs) how that communicates anything it's so weird if an alien was watching us they would be like what are they doing huh strange their ancient language yeah i will never they haven't discovered speech yet (laughs) (laughs) i see they can only grunt and and move their body sheesh yeet oh well speaking of sheesh yeeting yeah Duck Mighty. The kids in the Mighty Ducks game changers. Pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know her name because I'm the worst, but uh, one of the actresses from uh, Gilmore Girls plays the mother of one of the 
duck. She's the mother duck. She's the mother duck. Uh, only temporarily, though. Oh, what happens? She dies. Is let me let me give you the layout of the show. Um, is so, it Lauren Graham? Let me see. Sure is. Uh, this kid right here. Who's the third kid in? Maxwell um, Simkins plays Nick. Yes. Hilarious. Good. Kids good delivery is kid. great. I good hope for you. I hope he's good for you. Good I hope for you. Good. Good don't, kid. Don't maximize his good face. Kid. Let me pat him on the head. Yeah. Nice. Look how good his hair looks in that picture. I know. He's pretty. Kids hilarious. I seriously hope he goes on and stays being a comedic actor or whatever. Just stays in the business because he's mm-hmm. a really really funny. I loved him. Um. And I mean, if he wants to, he doesn't have to. I don't know. Maybe he's not enjoying. Now nah, you forced him. Maybe his parents forced he's him. He's listening anyway. to this podcast and he's like, "Well, I got to do it for Brett." Right. I know. Thanks for listening, man. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Ducks yes. have become this big organization, mm-hmm. and it's been corrupted <gasps> by elitist parents and kids no. who use the Mighty Ducks name no. to progress their own scholastic and professional goals. Say it ain't so. Oh, it's so. No. And Gordon Bombay uh-huh. played uh-huh. by none other uh-huh. than yeah. Emilio Estevez. He's back. He's back, baby. How old is he? I don't know. Older. Okay. But he's downtrodden. He's sad because yeah. he's been was, kicked out. Okay. I was going to say, was he like the leader of the Ducks? Of- he, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, originally. Coach right. Bombay. Dude. Right. I'm yeah, saying from the yeah. first one. But in, at this point. So they, they don't tell you right away what happened, but he's, mm-hmm. uh, he's running the Ice Palace, which is this run-down rink. Of course. And he's not doing great. No. And he doesn't like kids. He doesn't want to work with them again. He's back to Mighty Ducks from the first, the first movie. Wow. You know what I mean? So that's where it starts. again. Hates kids. Where's his son? Don't worry about it. Okay. What? Doesn't he, well, it's not his son, but... No. Charlie? Way. Yeah. They talk about him. Okay. But what's really fun mm-hmm. is uh, it's definitely a family show. Uh, if you watched Mighty Ducks as uh, as a kid, if you're a fan of the movies, mm-hmm. I would say you could you could probably get through it. I mean, recognize that it's, you know, a kid's show. I mean, yeah. it's the same caliber as, like, the movies were when they came out. But it's definitely funny. The story's fun. There's a couple of little cheesy moments. They do really fun things, though, for people who are in the know, they bring back some of the original ducks mm-hmm. as adults. Like they find a way to bring them back. So That's cool. the dude who plays Foggy, I always forget his name. Yeah, um, he was one of the original Bash Brothers. Yep, he's in one or a couple episodes, I think. Uh, At least one. I don't know. I don't remember. Didn't show him on here, but I'll find him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You probably find him quicker on Daredevil. Yeah, but, you're right. Uh, but yeah, so it's really fun. It's a fun throwback. It's on Disney Plus. It's ten episodes. Um, if uh, if you like the Mighty Ducks, it's it's fun to watch. It's a um, good watch. I was curious. How many episodes is it? Ten. Ten. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think they'll do a second season? I don't know. It's definitely a fully wrapped up story. Eldon Henson. Eldon. Yeah. That's. Mm. I wonder why I can't remember his name. <laughs> it's so normal. <laughs> it feels. It feels weird. Eldon. Um, Henson. Yeah. I mean, it, it definitely seems interesting. It's. Um, do you think you have to see all the Mighty Ducks movies to appreciate it more? Eldon Henson's actually kind of a cool name and unique, so I should remember it. Yeah, but it's also different. It just feels like one note, Eldon one Henson. Note. Yeah. It's better if you've seen them. Because I've only seen the first one. Yeah. Watch um, the other two. The other two are, are good watches. Yeah. Especially D2. That one's great. The Ducks yeah. Revenge. They do. <laughs> revenge of the Ducks. <laughs> uh, yeah. So they do, they do a lot of cool stuff with like throwbacks to uniforms mm-hmm. and like who they have in it. It's, uh, there's a couple of cool like story threads that go on throughout it and um, it's fun, man. It's a good show. I'll I would recommend it. it. Yeah. Um, I would watch. I would. I'd watch them. So movies. watch the other two movies. You don't need them. Mm-hmm. You get the whole story. And isn't there an animated show? There, there is. Yeah. yeah. 
And that, dude, I had some of the action figures when I was a kid. So sick. I, I feel like I remember them. Because they're actually ducks. It, and that's what... Who doesn't want yeah, a duck action know, figure? And it, it's such a weird... Like, the Mighty Ducks came out, mm-hmm. and then the Anaheim Ducks, who are an actual hockey team, yep. adopted the Mighty Ducks uniform. Mm-hmm. And then it was... I feel like it came out at the peak of, like, the anthropomorphic superheroes time. Yeah. So also they got a cartoon of course because they're just actual ducks. Right. But they play hockey and have superpowers. What so, a weird franchise. Yeah, that is so bizarre. Yeah. But everyone knows the Mighty Ducks. Yeah, like yeah, it, yeah. it's it's like a it's a popular thing. Yeah. Um does D- Disney must still own oh uh, yeah it's Disney it's, Plus. It's on Disney Plus. Yeah. So they've always had it. Watch the movies. Yeah. Watch the animated show. Sure. Show. So yeah. show. Then listen to Sonic music. And then watch the series. Exactly. Perfect. 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 Thanks. And you know what else is perfect? What? Video games. Let's go. Video games. Tim was just scolding me about how long I took in TV. I didn't say that. He scolded himself <laughs> with my voice. I did. He was like, <laughs> he was like, you know what? Tim was like, did I say that? Well, I don't remember. Oh. No. we uh, Basically, no. You know what? I'm not even going to talk about it. <laughs> I threw him under a bus that wasn't even actually here. <laughs> Dude. What I got uh, so instead of talking like reviewing games, yeah. I, ha- I have uh, uh, topics okay to bring to the table. I'm ready? Have you heard of a game called Balan Wonderworld? I have not. Okay, uh, I don't have it behind you. Otherwise, I would show you. Right. This is a game that has been very controversial. Not really controversial, but um, f- uh, uh, meme game, I guess, in the gaming okay. sphere. Yeah. Um. So this is from the uh, Yuji Naka. Which is the creator of Sonic. Okay. Um, so he did Sonic Adventure, oh. the original Sonic game, Knights, Billy Hatcher, a lot of popular games. Wow. Um, so he eventually quit Sega and went to Square Enix. Um, and so this is his like first big game. Like, yeah. Like back into it, I guess. Um, so uh, there was there was this report going around that he this game had to be successful or he'd yeah. be fired, yada, yada, yada. Game came out. Terrible reviews. Ooh. Terrible reviews. This is recent? Yeah, this came out month two months ago oh wow yeah okay. it, it just came out um recently uh but uh people destroyed this game like, like they it was it was the topic for like a month people were making videos making fun of it about how because uh, it came out with a demo previously and they said the demo was awful they Oof. need to fix this game before the game comes harsh out. game comes out did terrible so i played it um two weeks ago at this point uh and it is average it's completely fine Hmm. Okay. Now my my topic here yeah. is that I think we live in a time where games either have to be perfect yeah. or indie. And that's it. <laughs> that, is, that is the only way you'll have a good yeah. reviewed game. Yep. Games that are, you know, seven out of tens, six out of tens, anything lower mm-hmm. than an eight out of ten is immediately bad. Yeah. And and it, it's so bizarre to me because mm-hmm. this game, right. this game, it certainly has its its uh, problems. Yeah, um, you know some some dumb gameplay decisions, but it's not bad. This dude, this is the thing mm-hmm. where you and I want to enjoy things. Yes, I think that is, I think that's our blessing and curse it is. is that we want to enjoy things, mm-hmm. and and I also think you're right. I was thinking about this earlier today. Mm-hmm. No, it was last night. Not an important detail. Okay. But I was talking about, I think I think this goes along with what you're saying. If not, just like punch me in the neck and finish okay. the, go, go directly into end babble. <laughs> just um, end it. 
I was t- I was talking about trends mm-hmm. um, and how um, as a creator of any sort, mm-hmm. just to give you like the framework, I was talking specifically about music. It's really hard to not make like what is super popular mm-hmm. because you feel like that's the only thing people want to hear is like the current popular sound. Yeah. But especially when your default is like not to do that. Mm -hmm. My default is always like, let's do something weird and wacky. Well, because I mean, it's hard because you could potentially fall into the category of unique and unique can get popular too. Right. But it's not nearly as potentially profitable. Right. And a lot of times that stuff doesn't, it's not until later. You know what I mean? I think about even some of the like weird ideas we've had. Mm -hmm. Like it could be something that lands right away and might not later down the road. Someone might find it and be like, Oh, this is so weird. I love it. But you just don't know. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it falls under that category where it's like, it feels like because we're, because we can see everything. That's the other thing too. We see so many games. Sorry, blind people. So much. (laughs) Wow. Uh, (laughs) We have, hmm, how do we have access to so many things (laughs) with our eyes? Right. Wow. Wow. You're you're committed to this one, aren't you? (laughs) Um, (laughs) At least they can enjoy our podcast. Right. Right. Don't say it. Okay. Don't. Okay. We have visual platforms too. <laughs> I'm mad because I in didn't my even head ha- I didn't you have to already say it. said it. I didn't have to say it. That's you the best part. Said it. It's already there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what I was <laughs> Basically, I think because we have access to so much, yes. it like it it takes away some of the grace and forgiveness we have for creators and products. Mm-hmm. Right? So like if you've played strictly triple a titles for a year because there are so many of them yeah and all the indie games like you can play a game for 10 seconds and you didn't pay anything for it so you're like this game sucks yeah then you can just jump to the next one and be like this is leagues better Mm -hmm. so comparatively the first one you played is awful i don't know there's a point here i'm trying to make i I don't know if i've made it or not no it totally makes sense it's one of those things where the the oversaturation Makes yeah. people not as um, willing to accept faults. That's what it feels like. Yeah. So, like, it, so for this game, let's yes. let's go back to what you were talking about. What are like the faults? Um, so, uh, gameplay wise, there's just there there's this mechanic where you get different costumes. Yeah. And each costume has its own ability. Mm-hmm. Um, you're allowed to carry three costumes at a time. Okay. Um, and uh, the the and it just seems like an oversight or something. But some costumes you can't jump in. And some like they like they only attack, and it's a platforming game, so you need to jump regularly. Yikes! So, All right, that's so I, and granted, like like I said, it's it's definitely not great. I would I would give it a solid five or six out of ten. It's not, but people <laughs> were treating it like it was a zero out of ten. So it got like blasted, blasted, okay. and people are like, "Do not play this. There's nothing redeeming about it." Um, so that gameplay it is rough because switching between the costumes, and if you get hit once, you lose a costume. So there is the potential where you have a costume where you can't jump, but they're always available around. They're easy to pick up. Okay. Um. So, but there it, it is. It's rough. I, yeah. I definitely I, I'll say it. It's it it's a solid like twenty dollar game maybe mm. but 
the redeeming qualities, graphically, it looks incredible. Really? It has such a good art style. Huh. Very much like Knights, oh, where it's cool. like, it's wacky, it's beautiful. It's, I it's love just, Knights so much. Uh, yeah, it, it, it really, it feels like a spiritual successor to that in a way. Yeah. Um, so, and there's this like small mechanic, which I love it. It's called the Isle of Tim's. And there's these little duck creatures that you have to, uh, like, uh, feed with these gems. And they're all called Tims. Really? Um, so maybe that's why I like it, because it's all named that's after awesome. me. That's awesome. So there's, there's this, like, fun mechanic where you go back to the hub world and feed these ducks, yeah. uh, these little chicken things. And there's, like, this whole building system and growing system that's really fun. Yeah. Uh, almost more fun than the main game. Um, <laughs> but it's just, it's so bizarre that people hate it so much. because Because yeah. it is, it's fine. And I think, honestly, it would have been much better if it was made for the PS2, mm-hmm. that era, where there's so many of those okay. wacky Japanese titles, mm. those those experimental titles. It feels like that. So you feel like the allowance for what's good, would you say indie games or... Triple A titles. That, and that's it. Yeah, or, or like multiplayer games. You oh, know? yeah, that's true. That's, it's got to have multiplayer. It's got to be like the best game ever or Which, indie. That's weird to me. Some of the biggest multiplayer games are just like they're in beta for... Oh, yeah. I mean, you look at there's one, uh, Phasmophobia. Yep. That game is like some dude made it in his basement in four yeah. hours. Like, it's just, it's a good game, yeah. but it's so simple. There's nothing so to interesting. it. Do you think the um, solo player experience is less valuable now to people who are reviewing games? I think it's it's more valuable to to a degree. Okay. Um, like, I think multiplayer is huge, and that's why Twitch grew. That's why all these things grew. Yeah. But I think if it was just multiplayer, it, the gaming would not be as big as it is. Mm. I think these single-player experiences are like movies, where people can can play these games and have opinions. Because multiplayer True. games, you can review them for sure, but everyone's experience is so different. Because if you're not good at the game... Mm. It it you it might be not as fun. Oh, that's true. You know, I if you're not good at first person shooters, you know, reviewers like they wouldn't have anything. So right. to to have uh, this grand library of games, yeah. um, I think it definitely helps the community as a whole. Hmm. But it does. I think it does lead to a lot of people um, just thinking if a game doesn't have isn't amazing, mm-hmm. um, it's just not going to make it. I will say sometimes I feel bad catching up on old games mm-hmm. like I'm doing something wrong. Like, I should be playing some... Uh, like, I the other day, I got in the mood for an Assassin's Creed game, mm-hmm. uh, and I have a bunch sitting on my console I've never played, so I started Revelations, mm-hmm. um, which is pretty fun so yeah. far. That, that one was one of my, uh, like, top five favorites. Yeah, I enjoyed it's an that Ezio one, one so oh, that's good. Yeah, don't punch me, dude. Just... <laughs> Although it's funny, there's, like, uh, the defense... Like the uh, tower defense. Oh, that was the weirdest game. part. That's so weird. I was like, like get out of here. <clears throat> for like a, a quick aside, it's your you know basic Assassin's Creed formula. Mm-hmm. But that does that happen a lot? It just I just ran into it the uh, first time. I don't remember it being too annoying, but you do do it a couple times. Just like the boat missions in in um, the other games. You yeah, know? there's there's like uh, yeah where you go on a boat and shoot a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. Basically, it's a quick like aside, which I feel like there's something like this in most Assassin's Creed games. Mm-hmm. But you have to defend. Uh, the assassin's hideout and all of a sudden it's like a tower defense game where you have to place your place your leaders and your archers and your riflemen and mm-hmm. you have to make sure the waves don't get through and I was like whoa this is like a completely different game yeah. all of a sudden it never made it past Assassin's Creed Revelations so really it never brought was it, it back so. yeah that's probably a good call I, yeah. at first I was kind of annoyed because I'm like you know a couple missions into the game and now I'm learning new mechanics mm-hmm. and I'm like this is kind of dumb right but I actually kind of had fun with it. I just it's, don't want it to okay. happen a lot. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't it doesn't 
to my knowledge, it doesn't happen too much, especially because it's all side missions. Yeah. So if you don't do a lot of those, you won't. I'll do all of them. Yeah, you will. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, so I started that, mm-hmm. and there's literally a part of me that's like, should I be playing? Like, I should probably just go buy a PS5 or I'm wasting my time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it almost feels like there's no, like, you have to always be playing some huge game, or which is sometimes the indie ones. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're not, you know, grinding on Celeste, that sounds inappropriate. Um, <laughs> for Celeste. <laughs> oh. uh, the, the game, if you're not... Gr- <laughs> Go ahead, Brett. <laughs> and me, me knocking on blind people. I don't think it's as worse. Oh, my gosh. You know... I, I don't uh, think it's as worse. I don't think it's as worse. That's great. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah, I get you. When you're trying to beat Celeste... Yeah. In the face. Right. Yes. Violently. Yep. Um <laughs> He lost it. <laughs> oh, I get it. You you have to be like always uh, playing the newest. You feel like you have to be playing the newest things, but you don't realistically. No, right. That's what I mean. And so uh and the way that ties into your point, sorry, that sounded like a like a rant, but um is that feeling like it needs to be one of those two types. There's mm-hmm. no room for this kind of game that you're talking about where it's like, oh, it was kind of fun. Definitely mm-hmm. a couple things wrong with it, but it's like people are like, don't waste your time. Yeah. That's like the thought there is like, don't even waste your time playing this game. That's mm-hmm. a bummer. You it know is. What I, mean? I don't know. Because I think, you know, there, there are things people miss out. Mm-hmm. I, I think most games have a redeeming quality to them that's worth playing them. Sure. Maybe not all the way through. Yeah. You know, it, it's, I can't expect everyone to do what you and I do and like complete all these old games. No, like, yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's it, it, because nobody has the time for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's enough where I think it's worth playing. You yeah. know, I think it's worth it at the very least, or even if you're not going to play it, watch someone play it, I guess. Yeah. Um, Cause that's kind of what it is now. That's, that's what I'm doing. I'm streaming it on Twitch. Cause I don't think anybody's really going to get it. So it's, I can at least show mm, the game off. Yeah. You know, that's one of my favorite things. That's streaming. Yeah. That's cool. Cause showing these games off because yeah. a lot of people won't get it. That's smart. And at the very least I'm like, well, at least check it out. Yeah. You know, would you recommend it to team Sonic fans? <sighs> or to anyone? Or are you like, <laughs> I would recommend it to people who enjoy the uh, PS2 era okay. games, PS2, yeah. GameCube, Xbox, um, because it does feel like those, where hmm. it's a little wonky, but it's got charm. It's got unique ideas. Um, it feels, or if you like Japan, it feels very like okay. Japanese. Like, like every time you beat a boss, it has like this <laughs> like two minute dance number where all the characters you see in that level all dance yeah. and, and they play this like, you know, wicked, crazy Japanese song. It's wild. Sounds like Japanese game show. It is. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's, it's, it is fun. And I mean, maybe it's more fun to play with friends though. Cause it's mm. just so ridiculous. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, I would say if you enjoy like the PS2 style games, because it has a lot of like issues those games sure you know um but if you're a fan of sonic not as much i think i think if you enjoy like billy hatcher and stuff like that the more the more wonky okay yuji naka games gotcha gotcha Mm -hmm. okay interesting yeah it, it was just it was something i noticed because like Everyone was ragging on it so bad. I'm like, well, it's really it's like not, it's not that right. Bad, it's right. not yeah, as yeah. bad as everybody made. It. I think it's just huh. it's cool to make fun of stuff. Yeah, you know, weird. Um, so a uh, game, <laughs> another game that I played recently. Yeah, what else you got? Uh, with another fun topic, have you heard of Castlevania: Curse of Darkness? Curse of Darkness. PS2. PS2. Yep, there yeah. were two of them. There was Lament of Innocence. Yeah, yeah, and Curse of Darkness. Which one do you get the pets? 
that's Curse of Darkness. Okay. Yeah. 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 So that's the one I'm playing. Okay. Um, and so this was inspired by Castlevania, the season four of the anime, um, because you play as Hector. Um, and it's his story. Oh, that's uh, why I had no idea who the hell that was when I played it. No one does. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess you do. But you see um, you see Isaac. You see uh, Trevor. Whoa. Um, you see uh, St. Germain's in there. Really? Uh, yeah. It's it's pretty cool yeah. after seeing the, the anime. Okay. Um, because I recognize these characters. Oh, you do want to talk about Castlevania again. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah it's, <laughs> I, it, was, it was very interesting. Um, so, yeah. That, that's uh, one of the big reasons I played it is because I want to see more Hector. I want to see these characters. Yeah. Now, the thing is, the anime did such a great job with them yeah. that playing them in the game, I hate them all. <laughs> they're, they're just so different. They're just yeah. not the characters we know. Yeah. Um, which is fine. That's it's you know this is years apart, different sure. interpretations, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Saint Germain's the only one that's like kind of cool, um, kind of similar to his character, but um, it's still interesting to go through because of these characters. And I actually like um, right now I'm in the um, Infinite Corridor. Oh, cool. It's like a location in the game, and that's relevant from the yeah. show, too. So there's there's cool, like, I don't know if it's callbacks or references. I guess it, the anime referenced this game a lot. Yeah, you're kind of seeing um, where the, the um, source material was, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Um, but the weirdest thing about this game is it's it's a nothing game about nothing. <laughs> and, and by that, I mean they did the most basic level of game design okay you essentially i remember a lot of hallways am i that's that's the entire game really it is corridor after corridor after hallway after uh forest but it's all just horizontal like straight lines and you go left and right there's no like it's just like you're looking at a map in like doom and you know how it's all just like corners and edges a grid basically exactly so that's what the map essentially is weird um so literally what i remember is like running straight towards the camera and then turning yep yeah that's weird that's it's it's the most basic level of dungeon crawling huh uh where there's you run into a room there's like 10 guys to beat you go to the next room forever (laughs) forever (laughs) there's there's, i mean there's always the boss at the end yeah and if you explore a little bit there are specific upgrades and like cool things you can find yeah um but like let's say you have a map and it there's like a hundred rooms in it yeah there's four rooms that are interesting the rest is just like filler um so when i say it's a nothing about nothing it's because there's nothing there's nothing there it's very open it's very empty is it fun to play it's a thing it's fun yeah it, it is fun it's it's once again very simplistic where you get um you get a, com- a normal combo which is square 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 yeah and then if you do square circle it's a different combo square or square square circle like where, where it branches off so it's just like a hack and slash castlevania essentially, essentially yeah um and there there are castlevania elements where you like um collect different weapons you have a giant axe you have a sword you have a spear um and you can combine different materials to mm. make newer weapons cool um so it has a little bit of symphony of the night quality to it mm. um with all the weapons and like the um you level up killing guys you know yeah. it, it feels castlevania <laughs> in a way yeah um, just enough just enough <laughs> exactly um uh, but yeah it was so basic so it, it was weird because it's like there's nothing like i don't think i'll remember this game other than that there was nothing to it mm. um which is not a good or bad thing yeah um, similar to Balan in a sense where it's like, it's just right in the middle, mm-hmm. but I, I can't find anything redeeming. It's just, it barely hits the quota of what it needs to be. Yeah. I, I mean, the cover art's dope. I remember yeah. that. Uh, but and the, and the cutscenes <clears throat> are cool. 
Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, see, I remember playing it, but it was it was right when I was getting back into gaming in general, yeah. and um, I got that and Lament of Innocence. Innocence. Yeah, and I played, so I haven't played. You Lament, haven't played that one yet, but everyone says that one's the better one. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. I remember. I remember that one being a little more um, not open world, but it's a little more like Capcomy. Okay, uh, like you know how like. I don't know. I could even be remembering incorrectly, but it's more uh, almost like Onimusha type landscapes mm-hmm. or like a Kuan, how it's like more wide open. You can kind of run around, do different stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's not as confined as that one. Yeah. But I do remember playing them both and, you know, I love that aesthetic and everything mm-hmm. and I thought the combos and the, uh, that you get like pets and you can level them up. They're not pets, but like... Uh, night creatures. Night creatures. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, that's right. You get... That makes sense. Yeah. See, I didn't know the backstory. I was like, what the heck? I don't know. Right, what are cool. these things like? And that's the thing. The game just starts you off and you feel like you're in the middle of a story. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, you know, Hector's chasing Isaac trying to kill him for whatever reason uh and and it just they barely explain that hector can summon these creatures they're yeah. like he gave up his powers they i just feel like i yeah i'm fortunate and and people who play it now because of the anime it did such a good job explaining yeah. that whole world building that this game makes a lot more sense Damn, that makes me want to play it again i, I mean I think I think you'll enjoy it um, because of the Castlevania aspect, but it is like I mean the corridors. You're just sitting there like it's a good podcast game. Mm, you just kind of okay. sit there and mindlessly go through. Yeah. Um, cool. But but yeah, it's uh, uh the creatures are cool because they all have different abilities. Right. And depending on what weapon you attack with, they'll get these crystals and transform into different creatures. Oh yeah. And they'll lay eggs, and those eggs you can make new creatures with it. It's Castlevania Pokemon. <laughs> Pretty much. You just evolve your night creatures. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I'm I'm in the last uh. I gotta be in the last like hour of the game. I dude, take I, forever. Uh, I know I gotta beat it, but um, yeah, it was it was just so weird because it's so like nothing. It's just it's not, like it's just not anything. It's just like a saltine. I'm like, yeah. well, <laughs> gets the job done, I guess. Sure um, could use some cheese. <laughs> just just one little piece of cheese. You can call it mental cheese. What else you got? I got. Uh, so you asked about it earlier, so I'll just talk about it uh, quickly. Quickly. Um, oh, oh, quickly. Quickly. So the completed list. Yeah. When, when did we play? So I, I, I swear I've talked about this before. Okay. Um, I essentially have completed uh, the list of every game I've ever played in my life. Oh, you've you've finished compiling the list. Yes, got the you. list. So what I did, it's <laughs> like Tim, you've already <laughs> completed all the games you've completed. <laughs> it's like, what do you mean? <laughs> yes, I completed. <laughs> I completed. Turns out, <laughs> I've already finished everything. I've finished. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, how did you do that? So um, it's a mixture of old memory cards because I still have some from when I was a kid. Wow. Um, and so I've been keeping track of the games I've played since 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have all that compiled which was a huge chunk of the list. Mm. Um, and it's a mixture of save data on Xbox 360 mm-hmm. on the all that um, with uh, achievement tracking and stuff that's online. Wow, yeah. Um, because some websites will keep the hours that you did. So it's not, it's definitely not 100% accurate. There, there are some games where I was like, okay, I think I, I did around this. Okay. Um, um, because because there's there's a, a lot of games that I have completed recently that I completed as a kid. Yeah. So obviously I didn't count them twice. Right. Right. So looking back, any of the like games that I completed as a kid, I either had the saved data or there was like four that I just like from memory. Just right. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, okay, I know I've played this, so I kept track of the hours. Yep. I gave them all reviews, just not written reviews, just like out of ten. Um. And so I have the list. Dude, do please you, show me. Do you me. think I can pull it up without ruining the recording? Yeah, you should okay. be able to. There we go. I killed it. <laughs> so I have it. Uh, bring the mic over to me. Yeah, still talking the, to the mic. Too. The backlog list. Is that it? 
I mean, that looks like it. It's I don't a, think that's it, though. It's a document called Backlog List. Yeah, I don't think that's it, though. Hold on. Where okay. did I put it? Okay. Maybe this is it. Hold on. We're gonna let it. We're gonna let it load up. Okay. Okay. Back, it opened a hole. Okay. It opened. It opened. No, that doesn't. No, look this good. isn't it. Where did I put say? the list? Mountain Dew. <laughs> Mountain Dew. What's <laughs> Little Dew? <laughs> It'll do. Where? It why is it Little Dew? Brett, why did you know. delete my? Dude, background? I don't know. The Hold anticipation on. is killing. I'm gonna bring the audio back up. Yeah, please make sure it's nervous. still recording. Make Hold sure on, it's I can pull happen. it up on my phone. Um, so essentially, what this list is. Uh, like I said, it was a complete collection of everything I played. Uh, how many hours do you think I've put in games? So this is just stuff you've played, not stuff you've completed. Yes. Okay. Uh, how no, many this hours? Is all, this is all completed. completed. Oh, completed. Yeah. So hours... Uh, dude, I don't know. Um, let me think. What's reasonable? So in here, you be, I know last year you beat what? Like 87 games or something? 175. That's what I said. Yeah. Booty trap. Um, <laughs> I would I said, say... Two thousand, two thousand hours. That's what. You, that's. I just wanna. I just wanna be clear. Hang on. Let <laughs> me. Let me. <laughs> yeah. Is that unreasonable? I don't know. It's Hang something. on. Let me think. Oh, that's only eighty-three days. That can't be right. <laughs> Dude, I put twenty-four in Call of Duty: Modern Warfare Two alone. Um, um, I can give you the total number of games I've completed. All right, give me the total number of games once it loads. <laughs> <laughs> all right fair enough <laughs> this is i wasn't prepared for this list. clearly that's, come that's on the problem i'm invested at this point Dude, the list can't even load on your phone no it's it's so big what is happening hold on i'll just open it from numbers now oh god now okay. your computer's gonna explode i know it's gonna freaking format itself oh, oh there it was did oh, you see it was, yeah it opened and then closed immediately it was there like i can't handle is. it all right, how many games you got? So as of right now, and uh, I haven't updated it, so there's probably like 15 or so more games to add. Okay. But out of 2,313 games. 2,313 games. No, that's not how many I completed. That's, oh. just, <laughs> that's just total. Can you give me some numbers I can work with, Tim? Total games in my collection and games I've played. Gotcha. Um, 1,233 games I have completed in my life. So the first number was how many games you own? Uh, own slash played but yes it's got owned. you okay mm -hmm. um so 1233 i'm gonna give it an average of i'm gonna average it at 20 hours 20 each. hours okay because some i know some games are the witcher yeah but some games are also like uh, whatever's a quick five second one. Yeah, yeah exactly weird indie games you've played i'm gonna say all right so I'll round up and say 25,000 hours. That's honestly pretty close. Is it? Yeah. It's uh, 21,879 hours. Good Lord, Which, man. How, how many days is that, my I'm going to find out right now. 21,979. Wow, that was pretty close. My average it, on yeah, hours is pretty good. It was really good. Um, So 24. That is 915 days. Which 365 days in a year, so a little under three years. Two and a half years. Two and a half years. That's dude. That's really not bad. That's really not that much. I've been on Earth for twenty six. Right. So so you take two and a half straight years mm -hmm. and just don't sleep, play just video games nonstop. Easy. No big deal, dude. Nah. I am. We're joking a little bit. Really? That's that's not. If 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 video games are a thing you enjoy. Yeah. I've been playing them my whole life. Yeah. For like hours upon yeah, hours. Yeah. 
So it's not that bad. That doesn't bad. seem that crazy. It's no. okay. It's okay. It's okay. That is wild, though. It is, yeah. It, it's especially wild to me to think that you are definitely on the higher end mm-hmm. because you have like always been invested in your gaming. Always. So uh, that is that's a crazy number, man. It, it's it's it, it's almost like the list took me hours. Like if I put in the hours it took me to Dude, make that list, yeah. I'd be at like twenty seven yeah. <laughs> thousand. Twenty seven thousand. <laughs> Um, no, it just it took a long time because I had to go from console. I, I did have the mm. advantage of making a backlog list previously. Yes, I remember um, that. So that I was able to transfer a lot of like all that information I over. I still have mine. You're, you better. I had a backlog list. I don't think I would have deleted. I probably I might have. You might have. I deleted it. Oh, amateur. Or I lost it. That seems kind of weird. How could you I... lose a note? Uh, I don't know. No, I probably deleted it. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it was really fun to look through because, like, I, I funny enough, I like remember most of the games I've played. Yeah. Um, like like looking through and being like, oh, I remember how that one was, and and so the reviews were kind of easy because I remember my my experience with them. Oh, sure, yeah. Um, and some of them like didn't have the hours, but um, what you can do is look at the achievements, mm-hmm. and they usually like there's another website that uh, tells you the amount of time it takes to get all the achievements. Yeah. Um, so I would kind of average out the oh, cool. the time it took and all that stuff. So um, it was it was a lot of fun to do, and I have it separated by console, by um, uh, like you can do it by uh, alphabetically, yeah, uh, by review. So you can see all the games I gave a ten out of ten or a zero out of ten, because uh, there are some that I wow, gave straight zeros. zeros. Um, so yeah, that list is on my Instagram. You can just check out my link tree. That's and, cool. Uh, Collection yeah, so, revolution. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that was that was essentially the completed list. Yeah. Um, so it, it's just crazy to kind of like. Put in perspective, and a thousand games like that's a lot. A thousand, it is a lot. Yeah. You know? um, Are you going to be adding to it now? Like you're just, yes. just as you finish them. Yep. That's kind of tight. Yep. So it's it's much easier to just like update it. Yeah. Essentially. So um, that's cool. so I'm probably closer to thirteen hundred now since the last right. time I updated. It's been a while. So dope. Yeah, dude. Nice work on the list. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. But essentially. That's all I got. That's all you got? That's that's the end of my video game talk. All right. Um, I say let's wrap it up. Okay. Um, and since I'm the boss, that's what we're going to do. All right, master. Wow. Um, so, hey, thank you guys for listening yeah. because... Oh, I just got a text. Rachel bought me a light fixture for my new studio. Wow. Very Thanks for telling us that, Brett. Yeah, now you guys know that. Just what I needed. Maybe I'll post a little uh, tour of my new studio. I hope so. You and I can film stuff there. Yeah? There's a bunch of different corners. We can... Oh, corners. Backgrounds. That's that's all you need. You know how every Hollywood studio (laughs) is just a a collection of corners. Collection corners. That's all it is. Uh, Yeah, thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, Leave us a review if you would like to. Uh Um, And if you don't like to leave reviews, there's a really cool feature on um, uh, iTunes uh, iTunes. podcast where you can just click the fifth star and just submit and then it's done. Oh, that's simple. Yeah, you so don't even easy. have to write anything. No, you just doink. Click the fifth star and yeah. that's that. Yeah. Uh, keep up podcast, the keep up podcast mm-hmm. on Instagram, the keep up on YouTube, look for the colorful running man and that's it. We love you. And Tim's going to do what's called and babble. Woggly. And your <gasps> topic is <gasps> an apple in timeout. Naughty, naughty, the little apple, he's in time out, Bravna. Oh, but Bravna, what did the little apple do? Oh, you see, 
An apple a day keeps the doctor away, but the apple thought he had to kill the doctor, so the apple went to time out after he killed the doctor. Is this my cocaine? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Time out, little, little apple. Time is up. Now you must die. And so I'll leave you with this. Watch out when you bite, bite an apple. There might be a worm inside. And everyone knows, if you don't eat fried worms, you're not here for the day. Thanks for listening in to this podcast. This show is part of the Trainwreck Entertainment Podcast Network. For more content, go check out trainwreck.com. You know, you might just find something else on there that you like. That you like. That you like. Testy, testy. One, two, three. Me, gabooga, booga, liba, doobie. Oh, nice. Uh, don't let me forget oh, nice. to remind you to upload the next podcast. Yes, for tomorrow. Don't. Yeah, re- no, I'll do it after when we finish this one. My lips are dry, and I, they just dragged across the mic, and I heard it. Oh, why? Now it's soft, but a minute ago it wasn't. Okay. <laughs>